0: Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father, and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. The word of God for our meditation this morning is recorded in Isaiah chapter 7, beginning at verse 10. The Lord spoke to Ahaz again. He said, Ask for a sign from the Lord your God. Ask for it either in the depths below or in the heights above. But Ahaz responded, I will not ask, I will not test the Lord. So Isaiah said, listen now, you house of David, is it not enough for you to test the patience of men? Will you test the patience of my God as well? Therefore the Lord himself will give a sign for all of you. Look, the virgin will conceive and give birth to a son and name him Emmanuel." These are your words, Heavenly Father. Sanctify us by your truth. Your word is truth. Amen. Dear fellow redeemed, what is on your Christmas wish list? As a child, you may remember asking for a particular toy you wanted for Christmas, a doll or Lego set. Maybe now you want a video game system or a game to play on one. Or maybe as adults, you would like something more practical, such as clothes or a needed household item. How about a sign? Does your Christmas wish list include a sign? What use would that be? You can't play with a sign. You can't sit on a sign. Unless you need one for your business, why would you want your own sign? If you think there's no use in getting a sign for Christmas, you're not alone. 700 years before Jesus was born, God made a very generous offer to a king named Ahaz. God offered to give Ahaz any sign he wanted, but Ahaz had his own plans. He was afraid for his life and for his country. He had this strategy where he would play his enemies off each other. He would outsmart them. He figured what he needed was real and pragmatic things. The steel of serious swords was not imaginary or hypothetical, so he refused to ask for a sign. He rejected God's word and gracious invitation because he did not want God to interfere With his plans. So, what Ahaz would not ask for, God gave. And God gave better than Ahaz could have imagined or hoped. Therefore, the Lord Himself will give you a sign. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and shall call his name Emmanuel. As Luther's hymn from heaven above puts it, These are the tokens you shall mark, the swaddling clothes in manger dark. There you will find the infant laid by whom the heavens and earth were made. A good sign will grab your attention. And this sign is no ordinary situation. The virgin shall conceive. Nothing like that has ever happened before in the history of mankind. This sign is a miracle, and signs point to something. This sign points us to the fact that God loves us. He shows us his love in the most extraordinary way. God has taken upon himself our flesh and made his dwelling among us. Christmas is the celebration of the accomplishment of this sign. The virgin Son is born. The word made flesh to rescue us, not merely from a pagan oppressor, not merely from a military conqueror or enslaver, but from the beast himself, that old evil foe. Despite our lies, our rebellion, and our hatred, he is Emmanuel, God with us. The virgin conceives and bears a son, our Savior, Emmanuel. And this is a sign against Ahaz, and a sign against all fallen flesh. That is not how we're used to hearing this verse, but it's true. The miraculous conception of Jesus by the Holy Spirit of the Virgin Mary is a sign against our powerlessness. Everything we conceive is full of sin and death, even saddest of all our children, Everything conceived in our image dies. Our malice and our greed, our lust and our violence are passed on to our children and the wages of those sins is death. Yet like Ahaz before us, we're too afraid to ask for a sign. Too afraid of what God might say. Too afraid of what his word may demand from us. Yet this sign makes no demands on us. It's not like God's law which says do this and is never done. Instead, it is a gracious invitation. Believe this. For in God, Christ has done it all for you, for your salvation. What a sign. God wears our skin Joined to the stuff of Mary's womb, he moves about with his muscles, bones, and cartilage of a man. He has a soul like ours, but pure. He has that body that it might be bruised and crucified for you. He has that soul that it would be separated from his body, that he would endure physical death in your place. He is one of us. He is God with us, and He dies our death in our place and rises to life that we may live also. Look at this sign. He has come into the world, and though the world was made through Him, the world did not receive Him. He has come into this dreary and deadly plain to die and to rise and to make us. His to make us one with him. He has come into this bitter world of principalities and powers and gathered all nations to worship before him, revealing his righteous acts. Look at what this sign means for us. He carried our sins to hell, he crushed the head of the serpent, he's been victorious over the beast in his image. By dying, he has broken the prison bars that held us captive. By rising to life, he has paved the way to heaven. Not because we asked for it, not because we prayed for it, not because we earned or deserved it, but because he is good and his mercy endures forever. He loves us because that is who he is and what he does. Great and marvelous are his deeds. Just and true are his ways. He has died our death, paved the way for our resurrection, and elevated our nature by his ascension to the Father's right hand. There he is our eternal advocate, pleading our case before the Father's throne. But he is not contained or trapped there, for he is forever Emmanuel. He is god with us. This sign continues to speak to us, to show us God's grace day by day. He is still and forever God, and He is now and forever man, and forever He is God with us. And He comes to us, for us, is with us in His Word and in His sacraments. He enters into His Father's house here on earth in bread and wine water, and word. He carries good news from God, the proclamation of his love, our adoption as children of God, and his eternal grace and truth. He carries our prayers to his Father. He joins them to the company of heaven. He speaks us righteous. He forgives us and sanctifies us, encourages us, and restores us. He is God with us. By believing in this sign, to all who believe on his name, Emmanuel, God with us, he gives the right to become the children of God. As children of God, through faith in the virgin-born Son of God, we are born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. You were reborn in water and in word, born from above, By his grace, you are now virgin pure, even as he, your Savior and your brother, is. And you shall follow him, not just in the way of the cross, though you will drink the cup he drank. That is not the end nor the goal. You will follow him in the resurrection of the body and the ascension to the life of the world to come. For he is Emmanuel. He is with you always. Amen.